With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Well, hello there, everybody. UFC Vegas 21 just came to an end, and <sighs> what can I say? I, I, I think I have to start off by by apologizing to our great viewers because I went on this this journey. I took you on a ride yesterday during the preview show when talking about the MMA gods and how unfair they can be. Little did I know that I was right. But they were really angry tonight, like super angry. Cannot believe that fight ended the way that it did. Leon Edwards comes back for the first time since July of 2019. Like we talked about, Nate Diaz had fought twice since we had seen Leon Edwards compete. Goes into the octagon. He hurts Bilal Muhammad. He looks fantastic in the first round. And then he lands one of the nastiest eye pokes you will ever see completely accidental. Blah Muhammad was in incredible pain. And the doctor, Herb Dean, fight has stopped. We have a no contest, and that is how the night ends as we welcome you to our UFC Vegas 21 post-fight show to react to actually a really fun card up until that point. I am Mike Heck being joined by Jose Youngs live from Phoenix, Arizona. We got AK Lee, the Prince of Positivity, the man behind fiery tweets all over MMAfighting.com, and the man on the ones and twos in the truck, baddest stash in MMA media, <laughs> Casey Lydon. Oh, man. Jose, let us begin with you, my friend. Your, your initial reaction to what we just saw in the main event of the evening. Makes sense. This is MMA. MMA is a silly sport. We thought... Tony Ferguson and Donald Cerrone would rule that fight ended in oddness. We thought Donald Cerrone versus Robbie Lawler would rule that ended in that ended fight ended up being terrible. We thought Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal are fighting for a fake title for the baddest motherfucker in the world. It ends with a cut over an eye. So yes, of course, keeping with tradition, 
the welterweight slash lightweight division is silly and nothing can go right. So am I surprised? Yes. Should I be surprised? No, because this is MMA and nothing that we like goes right. We don't get the fights we want. And when they do happen, this happens. We all said Jan Sterling was going to be amazing. How did it end? We all thought Izzy was going to style on Jan. How did it end? Like, it just happens. This is – no one should be surprised, but we should all be disappointed. But we shouldn't be surprised. Unfortunate all around. <sighs> AK, you're the prince of positivity. Make this positive somehow. <laughs> Unmute yourself and then <laughs> – Sorry. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I was doing some typing, so you know, I'm a very loud typer. Uh, I'm positive that we have a lot to talk about, which is always a good thing, I think, for these post-fight shows. It's you know, uh, there, and look, we got a little bit of everything, didn't we? We got uh, no contest, two no contests, uh, first round finishes, controversial. There's like two fights on this card that I think people felt could have gone either way. One of them maybe a little more of a robbery than the other, but like on any other card, that like would have been one of the top five topics of conversation. On this card, I, and I, I almost just even forgot to mention it. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. And that's great. That's great for us, and that's great for uh, those tuning in. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. <sighs> Casey, let's, let's – I mean, we can't really change the subject because I'm sure we're going to be talking about this more, but this was a fun card. We were talking about it before you record. There were a lot of good finishes. There were some scraps, some really good fights. So I'm curious how you think the bonus structure will play out tonight. Well, first off, this card fights one through twelve, freaking ruled. Man, they were awesome. And then um, even the first round of the thirteenth fight, the main event was pretty dang awesome, until those last eighteen seconds of round two. Uh, uh bonus structure. Well, first off, Dan Ige needs to change his name to Dan. Maybe a hundred k Ige. Let's maybe that's the way the fight bonus. Maybe the whole fight bonus is staying at fifty k solely because of his nickname, and you know the UFC doesn't want to you know mess up his Twitter handle or anything. So um, Dan Ige, change change your name. But uh, Dan Ige should get. I, I'm assuming four four bonuses tonight. Dan Ige, um, probably Ryan Span. Uh, maybe yeah. Well, God, it was a great card. Um. And, uh, Samuels 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 Burger, Burger, yeah, yeah. Samuelsburger, probably. Samuelsburger. And then one more. Who am I missing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Davy Grant. Oh, yeah. You know, it sucks, but then, man, like, how do you not give extra money to Charles Jordan and uh, Marcelo Rojo? Oh, like, that fight was freaking awesome. It's just, it was a great, it was a great night of fights. Um, minus uh, one horrible, 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 horrible eye poke. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I, I, highs and lows of the sport, the highs and lows. I, I want to be like super excited, but then, God, I was just like, what's going to, we're, we're going to talk about Leon Edwards. Is he going to get a title shot tonight? Is it going to be a big upset? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wild. How are, how, what, what are the more peeps? Bonuses. More bonuses. More oh, bonuses, bonus more money for the fighters. No, I'm saying more bonuses, more <laughs> money for the fighters. Please, please, enough of this. This is This shouldn't even be something that we're debating after uh after a card we should just be saying we should be happy for everyone who had exciting finishes and and the two hundred thousand dollar bonuses that they're each getting uh someday someday hopefully that will be that will be the norm so i think uh, I, Dana I, think, White. I think the two oh. i think the two things we learned tonight are one like ak said more bonuses and two we need to do something about this grounded fighter landing knees rule because it's getting oh, out geez, of control Louise. 
This is unbelievable. I, was just, I cannot believe I was saying, we got I, another one tonight. <laughs> I was saying, Mike, you know, I just tweeted out a photo of the eye poke. Uh, nice, a nice close-up picture of the eye poke. I, I don't know if uh, Casey wants to grab it. Looks, it's pretty nasty. So is it uh, anyone, I'm saying, anyone watching. Can you throw it on Slack? Uh, it's really ugly i don't even know if we want to put it i'll send it to you i don't think we want to put it in the it's 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 not fun to look at it's not is fun it, to look at it's like ah, uh, jeez i'll be uh, i'll, I'll be the judge the, of that uh, yeah yeah i'll put it up in our slides it, i'll put it up in slack uh boy it's it's rough it's rough but yeah it's funny that uh we almost forgot about the the accidental knee that happened just just like an hour ago that's so wild. And it, it was just different because, I mean, it was a lot of talk about the rules and like the difference between the Anders knee and the Sterling knee. One was in, deemed intentional. One was deemed unintentional. We had a DQ and we had a no contest. I mean, just craziness. I, I just, it's wild. Just wild. Um, what are the peeps saying right now? How are they, how are they responding to uh, the end of this night? Hopefully they're like, I mean, I know we're a little bit down, just, you know, recency bias and all, but like Casey just alluded to, it's a really good card overall, though. It was a, Big finishes, I, great I was, fights. I was ready to talk about, like, dude, you know, don't don't judge a card till it happens, you know? I was going to do all the whole Dana White thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of high on this card regardless coming into it. I felt, it was, I, I felt people were kind of crapping on it for no real good reason. I, I actually liked a lot of the matchups on it. Ugh, but then MMA gods did what MMA gods did do yeah uh let me show the photo you know all they're really they're, they're just asking for the photo so i'm gonna I'm give them the photo hold on one moment all right uh, gotta, you gotta give the people what they want yeah you gotta give the people what they want animals you there we go that's right, right in there that is under the lid that is yeah, right that, under that's touching his brain that's not good boy when he was he was screaming he hit the mat and was just screaming. We saw two fighters. Uh, we saw two man. fighters back to back, back to back fights. <sighs> Ryan Spann crying in the cage, and then, but you know, Muhammad crying for other reasons. You know, there is, there is crying in MMA. There is. We know it. We know that for a fact. Anyone who thinks there's no crying in MMA, I mean, that's been. Well, we know there definitely is, and definitely was tonight, and and justifiably so, because that was that was such a shame. Uh, Leon Edwards, his first fight in 20 months. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, his first main event. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's the appropriate reaction. His first main event, his chance to immediately jump into a top five spot if he beats Edwards. And we got really the worst case scenario for both those guys and for the UFC, I think. Because, I uh, again, I think we all said we agreed beforehand that there's no guarantees the winner was going to get a title fight, but it certainly would have helped them sort things out and would have given Dana White an option if he wants to to lowball uh, <laughs> low some of the more. Like and, and so, so literally everyone loses. Dana White ain't going to be saving money for a title I'm fight. I'm saying some of, some of those other welterweight contenders, I mean, obviously, I'm not, I don't think they're celebrating what just the happened only, there, but they're definitely, you know. The only the only winner in this is uh, Trevor Whitman because now the UFC is going to have to look at his fancy gloves that he's always selling. Oh, you ever looked at those things? Those things are sick. Have are you looked at those, Casey? No, I haven't. They're no. like curved. Like he puts so much time into like perfect. They're like curved down like this, and he like researches it a ton, and he's shopping it to a bunch of, uh, like the like the technology and stuff to a bunch of places. But he says he wants the UFC to have it first, just because they're kind of if the U he understands if the UFC takes it then. The casuals are recognize it as legitimate, and he's just trying to expand. He's just trying to make every promotion use it, and most promo, a lot of promotions won't change unless the UFC changes. 
Uh, I mean, yeah. that's just the business part. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, this card had this card. When I think about it. This card was like like the pinnacle MMA card. It had freaking everything, including massive disappointment. You know, so I don't think it's a bad card. No, no, it, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It's just like you know, it's like you know, watching a great movie, but like, but there's some there's some twist at the end, and it just sucks. You know, but it's like, well, the, the first the first you know. 89 minutes were really great you know just that last minute sucked but just think about so the it's first. like so it's <laughs> like the last season of game of thrones okay we're not gonna talk about game of thrones that's really that's old news and oh I, the I last season was like, not gonna, that bad okay let's just this is i was gonna on. go for a spike lee dig i was gonna say it's like it's no, like a it's like not, a, it's like a 90s, like a 90s spike lee movie <laughs> no, i'm not complaining that the choices they or why they made the choices in game of thrones i'm just saying they were dumb i'm not complaining that they made them they were just dumb I thought we were not talking Game of Thrones. Well, we, yeah, we I, weren't. I heard we, what Casey said. We weren't. But, I heard but, what Casey said. I chose, we, we I chose to ignore. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it. I think it was an entertaining card overall. I think we'll look. I mean, just the, I think the last two weeks of cards are well, we're gonna hopefully in the future kind of like by the end of the year kind of blend together how crazy these last two weeks were. Uh, first of all, and I mentioned this on the preview show that like that we didn't lose a fight within like that forty-eight hour window, which which had happened to many cards, and we lost a lot of fights on on fight day. So that didn't happen with these cards. Instead, all the weirdness was saved for the cards themselves. Uh, so I think when we look back on this two streak stretch, the end of February and. Uh, I guess this is these, what, what days? Sorry, the first two weeks of March. Um, we're gonna be like, man, hell's on that. <laughs> well, you know what? It's like because we're one year, pretty much one year into the pandemic, one year into you know the country, the world shutting down. So all those, all that weirdness of MMA, kind of just you know got bottled up and got released, you know, in the one year anniversary, pretty much. So there you go. Wild absolutely wild it's like your first relationship in high school unless like you got lucky it just it starts off great new new beginnings matthew semmelsberger with a quick knockout and then we got Jinyu fry getting her first yeah. win is another feel-good moment and and we got a bump in the road we got a bad decision by the by the judges poor courtney casey gets gets hosed but then like the next but, day but, you apologize yeah. and we get nazrat hackbarast versus rafa garcia and then we get a, Han- a ronnie yaya submission and then we get charles jordan versus Ooh, marcelo road. Road. road angela hill get, you know, get, gets a solid win you know and then then we're back to normal you know with the rounded knee rule and it's always the winning fighter it's never like it's never like a guy is like, oh, I'm losing. I got to cheat to stop the fight. It's always a guy about to finish the fight. Yeah. And, which, and that's why, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, Anders, same with Leon Edwards. Leon, like, we, we didn't even talk about how good, how actually how great Leon Edwards looked in round one. That was like, awesome. That was, awesome. That, that's what even sucks more about this. Like, it's like, oh, you know, Leon Edwards, he's been out for a while. And uh, like, boom, he comes back. He looks fresher than ever. Like, like Baha is just like, you know, walking, going backwards, like totally reacting to Edwards, you know, the whole time. Edwards is switching stances, throwing the kicks from both sides. Like, like Muhammad just looked, he looked lost for a bit in there, you know, in the second round. <laughs> All right. We got, we, we got bonuses, people. We got bonuses. Okay. Four, eight, four, four, no four, fight of the, yeah, four performance bonuses. Yep, no fight of the night. No fight of the night. Uh, Span, okay, Span, Ige, Grant, and uh, the Mr. Sh- uh, how do you say is that Matt Semmelsberger. Semmelsberger. Sem- Semi the Jedi. Yeah, that's that's my correct. guess for the top four. That's your yep. Oh, you got it. I got it. Yep, that's correct. Ooh. No, Ronnie. Ronnie I, uh, what did you say again? You said Span Ige Semmelsberg, and who else? 
Semmelsberger yeah. and Davy Grant. And Davy, oh yeah, okay, then, yeah, sure, sure. Ah, that's a problem. I know Charles Charles Jordan, Ronnie Yaya. Come on now, Ronnie Yaya made it look too easy. I mean, you got like yeah, definitely. Just just um, uh, uh, it's a lot like last week when Amanda Nunes submitted. <laughs> Uh, Megan Anderson, if she would have knocked Megan Anderson out, I'm sure, I mean, I don't think she needs the extra 50K, but I'm sure she would have gotten the 50K, but because she submitted Megan Anderson, you know, the UFC don't like that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, bummer for, bummer, bummer for Ronnie Yaya, but, um, yeah, congratulations to all the, um, extra 50K. Should be more though. Davey Grants with the legendary old man, English power. He breaks bones in the fight, had a broken jaw on Fight Island, gets a knockout, breaks his foot against Jonathan Martinez, knocks out Jonathan Martinez, gets a huge upset win. The guy is just it's like a fine wine right now. Just he's aging a, he's a very grappler. <laughs> Mike, he's a grappler. He's a submission guy. One KO in his first 11 years of MMA. It wasn't that many fights. It was like 15 fights. But still, one knockout. One knockout. Now back-to-back. Highlight real KO. What? What MMA? What? What did I say? Huh? What did I say? He's a new he's he's the new Gilbert Burns. <laughs> he's a bad man. That and, dude, was, and, uh, and Dan Ige, beautiful. How about Dan Ige getting screwed over for fastest knockout ever in UFC history? He had a three second knockout. Three second knockout, apparently. Yeah, if only exactly if they hadn't counted the first, like it's the clock should only start once the two guys yeah. engage, obviously. Yeah. As once the clock starts once I start paying attention to the fight. <laughs> that was like the biggest waste of, of air. Uh sorry. I, I mean on air time. I don't mean big waste of air, but yeah, Cormier and Bisping like like, what was that three seconds, five seconds? It's like, did you guys just completely forget everything that happened before the actual exchange? Like you guys know the clock started. Like twenty seconds there, ago. There's like there, there's clocks all over the screen now with all those draft DraftKings clocks everywhere <laughs> who's the, who's the play-by-play guy tonight um was it uh fitz, fitz. Fitzgerald. i could tell fitz was like uh he was like uh what do you guys th-? he kind of kept trying to chime in like <laughs> how do I, uh how do i uh, interrupt this without <laughs> this like, is- making these guys look you know off <laughs> <sighs> and and it's too bad because overall i thought bisbing and dc did a great job tonight they did like Breaking down certain fights and certain techniques and different scenarios. I thought they did great, like giving different aspects on at, a lot at, of those different and things. I thought, but I thought that they, was bad. And they were giving it was bad, but I thought they laughed about it well though. Um but I thought they gave really good positive critiques of fighters. No, construct sorry, constructive critiques of fighters. You know, I think uh, I can't remember who, but there's a few fighters are like, Oh, they just need to work on this, but it wasn't like just wasn't crapping on them or anything, but they were like, Oh, just clearly they need to work on this and they were it was all they were they did a great job tonight actually I, i'm i kind of i'm kind of um i criticize them i criticize their critics they criticizing them a lot but i thought they did a really good job tonight and stay they stayed focused it was good the one the one thing i didn't like that was discussed in the broadcast and it wasn't just them because when uh, mark ratner came on to clarify after is a little confusing sort of why the sort of what happened with the illegal knee in the anders uh stewart fight mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, ESPN and May also tweeted this out. They were explaining like why, you know, why it was called the way it was, and it's like, oh, it it, it went to a no contest uh, because uh, the, it was an unintentional foul, and it wasn't past the middle part of the second round. But I think some people might have misconstrued that as just saying like why it was a no contest instead of a DQ. Um, and I, I tweeted out that like you know what they're saying is why this didn't go to the scorecards because sometimes things in an unintentional foul can go to the scorecards. 
But I, I hope people aren't thinking that the round matters when determining a DQ. A DQ can happen in any round, mm-hmm. okay? But it's just like, yeah, what like when they, what they were discussing in the broadcast was why it was called specifically a no contest as opposed to possibly going to the judges, which which again can happen if the fight is more than halfway done. But uh, yeah, if it, if the strike had been deemed intentional, round doesn't matter. We would have had a disqualification like like last week with uh, UFC 259. And I, I'm still not 100% sure what the difference between intentional and accidental is, to be honest. I don't really understand it because clearly Jan didn't intentionally throw last week, didn't intentionally throw it illegally. He threw it with the intent thinking it was legal. Same with Anders. So um, it's it's weird. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. see how Anders knee. I don't see how Anders knee could be viewed as unintentional. If I'm being honest, I have no idea how you could say that was unintentional. Again, like you said with Jan, mm-hmm. he didn't mean to do something illegal. Yeah, but he but, did. He did intentionally. But everything is intentional. Knee. Yeah, everything. Everything, every, everything, everything isn't intentional, everything intentional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, nobody wants to get disqualified. The only the only difference is in the bantamweight title fight. The referee can be heard saying, "Don't do it." He's down. He's a down fighter. We didn't get that in this one because it just seemed, I guess, more obvious. I don't know. I don't know. So I, how do we fix that? I have, I have no clue how to fix that. And I think people are saying also Mark Smith kind of uh, put himself into a corner. I think right away they said with, he he shouted like intentional foul. And there was like no – so there was no going back from that. After that, it was just a matter of deciding whether Aljo continue or not and, and whether to take away points or just disqualify. So, yeah. I don't – I don't understand anything. I just, I honestly don't. Um, I mean, I you know it's, you know, it's wild though. If we, we, we were this close to getting two of those in a row because Angela Hill was this close to throwing one of those on Ashley Yoder. And right when she was about to lift that knee up, she pulled it back. Mm-hmm. And that would have been, that would have been a bad one too. That probably would have been worse than any of the other two. And once again, she's wide open for and it. And it's always the dominant fighter who's running away from the fight that always gets the illegal knee. Because, like, go go back years, go back to John Jones and Anthony Smith. He was dominating the fight. You know, then he throws the illegal knee. John Jones over Matt Hamill. He was dominating the fight, and then he threw the illegal elbow. It's just, yeah. Like the whole idea is like, oh, they don't know the rules. Like they know the rules. It's just like they're also beating up somebody right now and trying to finish this fight. It's just, it's fighting. I don't know. It's this isn't. This is. Oh, but asking how do you fix the dang rule? You get rid of the dang rule. <laughs> or and like I've been saying this, I've been saying this a lot. And just get in that position. Like put get put your friend against a wall. Put your in that position. When you're moving around sweaty and everything, it's hard to see both knees on the ground. You just can't tell. That's why I've, I don't understand why instead of knees, it's butt on the ground or butt or hip on the ground. If your butt or hip is on the ground, it's really hard to fake that or play, you know, as, as you know, what is it, play the game, you know, kind of go up and down. So I, that's one, if you still want to do make kneeing a down opponent illegal, change it to butt or no hip on the ground. That's really all I can see. You know, as and Casey, I, I think when you mentioned there speaks to again the difference between this week and last week was last week, I think Mark Smith thought he made it pretty clear that uh, that uh, Aljo was grounded, and this week you can imagine being like I said, sort of Andrew's shoes and not, the position he was in, not knowing exactly where is is the knee off, is the knee partially lifted, are both knees down? Like it's happening very fast. So that I think is one distinction that they were able to make tonight, as far as like saying like okay, well that's what made this one clearly uh, unintentional. 
Um, but again, like you said, it's, it's a slippery slope, but I think you raised a good point as far as like the fire perspective and, and what they, with the, the information that they were working with. Yeah. And you got to remember too, like when, you, when, when, when uh, Mark Smith said to Peter Yan down, also Peter Yan isn't listening. I mean, Peter Yan is not listening for that. That's, that's just something you don't hear very often from fight. You just hear from the ref stop, you know, or something. That's just not like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really recall refs just yelling down a lot. And like you said, um, Aljo was down there for a while. Once you're down, you can get back up. It's just down for that second. So I'm, I'm not trying to ex- excuse Jan or whatever, but I'm just saying the rules are it's it creates lots of confusion in there. Right, and we know that. Listen, rule changes in MMA. It's gonna take freaking forever for that to be changed. So unfortunately, I think it's gonna be kind of on the referee to just say like you just gonna have to communicate more. Just say like he's down, he's down, he's yeah. down. Even if it becomes like, you know, nonsense and redundant, you just I think that's just one thing you have to do to avoid some of these things happening. Because again, like how are you supposed to know? It's so hard to tell. It is. But really who, who knows? It sucks. It just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. Um, it sucks and it stinks and it sucks. Yeah. What are the peeps saying? Well, uh, let's let's get them let's get them there. involved all right we're just we're just we just follow their lead there's yeah, a lot of them well. i see a lot yeah. of peeps i see a lot of peeps trying to get be heard we got it we got kind of an early early-ish finish to the card tonight oh and a lot of controversy is this the worst case scenario for leon's aspirations of getting t- a title shot outside of him getting knocked out in eight seconds by Bilal muhammad this is probably the worst this is probably the worst thing oh you muted you muted i i think losing would be pretty bad so that's probably worse than this, but sure, maybe if him, I guess, yeah. Well, not, I, th- yeah, outside of, I think he meant outside of a loss. Sure, uh, I guess we'll see how the welterweight <laughs> picture plays out. Well, I mean, Leon, if it, I don't know if he, go ahead, sorry, sorry, Jose, go ahead. No, it's all you. Uh, I was going to say, apparently Leon is talking on the post-fight show right now, and he does not seem to think that this is the worst thing that could have happened. This is a quote. Shout out to our, our pal, Mark Romani, for transcribing this and tweeting. He says, uh, Edwards from post-show, I have worked my way back up from getting defeated by Kamara Usman. I fought everybody. I've opted to fight everybody. I believe I deserve a title shot next. It's not happening. That's not happening. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I, I, I'm just, I hate to be that guy, but it's just not happening. It's just not happening. You know, it's weird. He's going to have to fight again. If I'm, if I'm him, I am like calling Eric Nixick right now and saying, dude, let me, let me come train with you. I'm staying in Las Vegas. And if something pops up, I'm jumping all over it. Dude, you can't wait six months to fight again. You have to get right back in there. Cause I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like out the door of the conversation, but he's definitely like sitting at the kids table right now compared to Colby and Mazadal and Wonder Boy and you know those guys right now he's he's in the room he's just sitting at the small table right now it sucks you know being unbeaten in what's it 10 fights now 9 10 fights i mean this is terrible as good as he looks in that first round this is this is a terrible outcome outside of losing losing was the worst thing that could have happened but this, you know, is, I, this I, is bad i would even say this is worse because Fighters get title shots off losses. Fighters don't get title shots. Title shots after eye pokes. I'm just. Like, <laughs> that was real. That was real. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Rumble Johnson got a title shot over a headbutt. Was it? 
Uh, do you not remember the Rumble Johnson? Do you not remember the Gustafson Rumble fight? I thought Rumble yeah, Johnson. Yeah, he, he, he headbutted him in the skull and then knocked him out when Gustafson was dazed. But then I thought, I thought, I thought Gustafson got the title shot after that. Well, no, Rumble beat Gustafson to get the title shot. That was a number one contender fight when in did, Sweden. When Gustafsson fought fought DC, what, what was he coming off Gustafs- of? Anthony Johnson knocked out Alexander Gustafsson to fight John Jones. John Jones hit a pregnant woman with his car and ran away. They stripped John Jones. Daniel Cormier filled in and fought Rebel Johns for the vacant title. And when did so it, the when, original fight? What the original fight, fight was Rumble. The original fight is that fight was at UFC 187, and then I believe UFC 191 was DC versus Gustafson. So both Rumble Johnson and Gustafson had Tom Foolery, and both had title shots after. And Ryan Bader was the Leon Edwards in this scenario. All I'm saying is, you don't get title shots off of eye pokes. We're, you can't even miss weight. Not yet. Why not eye pokes? Not yet. <laughs> this is this is your eye. Yeah, you can miss weight. It's like. I get what Jose's saying. It's like we the, the, before all these things happened, I would have said the same thing that yeah, you can't you can't get it off this, you can't get it off this, you can't get it off this. And he's just saying that pres- these these presidents are getting set constantly. So there really is no such thing as well, you can't get a title shot off this because clearly you can get it off almost anything. All right, I think this is a big question though. What would you do with Leon next? Colby Covington. <laughs> But the UFC couldn't make that now. What? How are they going to make it now? <laughs> I mean, maybe they, they couldn't make that last week or whatever. Are, are we? Does anything change? Are we still in the weird situation where Leon's probably going to fight someone behind him in the rankings? Or not? Oh, my, I think my question is actually this while we're on on air, man. Are we? Are we doing for on to the next one? Are we doing Leon and Bilal? Do we even? We have to, right? We have to. Is that the? Yeah, right, that's a good question. Right? You run it. I think we have to. Why, why do you run that back, though? No, 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 no. I don't mean. I know. I meant on our chart. Do are we? No, oh. Normally, there's a no contest. Normally, there's a no contest. We just don't match make for those fighters. Like we won't be doing Anders and Stewart tomorrow. And they're like, okay, easy, easy choice. Main event, no contest. We kind of have to match make for both guys. I feel a rematch is an option, but it's funny uh, from the reaction I was seeing on social media. There was I did not see a lot of interest at all, and in people wanted to run this one back. Also, that was a bad eye poke. Like, I don't know yeah. if Bilal is going to be able to get back in there. Like, remember what happened to uh, Kazangana? Like, she got stabbed in the eye and she took a whole bunch of time off. Well, actually, um, <laughs> well, actually, when Anthony Johnson, he he, when he fought, uh, was it Kevin Burns? He was out for a while with a eye poke loss. Um, that was another really bad one too. I yeah. remember that was really bad. And, and Kevin Burns got a TKO win off that. I think. Oh, he did. That's up. Jeez. He, he paid for it when the rematch. He, he, didn't they rematch? They rematched it, right? Yeah. They did. They yeah. did. And Johnson won. And he died. You saw a murder. Um, do we answer this I question? Would be, I, I would do Leon versus Kiesa. That's the fight I'm making. It depends. If like, get, if, 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 if Leon's smart, he'll fight as soon as possible. Kiesa, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Kiesa said he's ready and he'll, he'll be ready to fight in July. That's what? That's four months from now. Edwards versus Kiesa can headline a fight night card. I'm fine with that. Is, Neither is, of those guys are in Masvidal, the title picture right now. Is Masvidal versus Edwards never going to happen? Do I have to give up on that dream? Not for the unless it's unless the unless it's for a belt. I don't see it happening. That's so silly. That does that fight doesn't need a belt. It's such an easily sellable fight. Oh, this is frustrating. That's the fight that should happen. I, that's the fight that should happen. 
This is, this is yeah, ridiculous. but you know the rules. Okay, you know the rules, AK. Oh, I should, I'm sorry, Jose. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said. I said it out loud. I said it out loud. I used the word should. What are we thinking about? You what? said you said Deserve. should. You said win up. You said marketable. Yep. You should make it like mm-hmm. doesn't work out. I'm what, what are I'm we thinking up. about? Leon Edwards versus Gilbert Burns. I don't. I mean, they make it fine. But that, but that it makes sense. I was thinking. I was thinking that makes sense, right? It's why a, can't then why why can't we do the original fight and do just Leon versus Hamza part three? Well, like Hamza's, both of them need to fight again. Hamza has retired. Know? We're not going to see him. We're not going to see him back by June, like Dana said. So I'm gonna go people ahead. People say people say things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about Burns. I think but, the answer. Who's the answer is fight soon against I, anybody. I think Gilbert Burns That's is that the guy. Answer. I think Gilbert Burns is that guy. I think Gilbert Burns wants to get back in there. Uh, I'm sure, you know, give it, you know, another you know, month and a half to clear whatever, the, you know, the uh, uh, commission, you know, uh, medical. Um, what, ah, there's a word for it. Medical stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he tweeted out the other day, June with, the, you know, the, 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 the eyes. Yeah. So maybe there's something. Maybe he's already got something. So that's that's the thing. We don't know. Maybe him and Colby or I think that fight makes more sense than Leon Colby. But who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? All right. There's really no wrong answer. The answer is he just takes whatever they offer him and hopefully it's quick. But does he take does Leon Edwards take something someone like Muhammad again? Someone who's was was Muhammad even ranked in top fifteen? Or is that yeah. kinda okay, well, does he take someone like that far behind him in line? Edwards or does he kind I think of, he was I think he was right there at 15 okay well 13. and that's only because Hamza got taken out okay <laughs> well Sean Brady's in there now uh yeah it's I mean it Leon looks so yeah, dang good Leon looks so dang good in that first round I think uh, hopefully the UFC rewards him just you know at least we, we saw that we was like oh that's an exciting fighter in that first round that Leon Edwards this isn't I don't know. People thought him as a boring point fighter or whatever, but I thought he looked great. And um, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I really hope to see Leon Edwards fight someone ranked near him, like either one up or one, one or two below, or one or two above him. Luke is fighting. No, no, no. he already beat Luke. Did he already beat Luke? Well, Woodley, Woodley, and Luke are fighting March twenty seventh. So yeah, let's just say like that fight ends quickly. In the first round, regardless of who wins, if they're ready to turn around quick and play Leon, yeah, yeah, I don't think again, right? I don't think I don't think Leon would take. He already beat Vicente Luque, and Woodley's not what he was. But he's still ranked number seven. Yeah, I think he needs to fight anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he just fought literally anybody. He took a fight. What's wrong with the leech? Leech is fine too, but he took a fight versus. Yes, I just, I just, I just hope Leon Edwards takes a fight. A ranked fighter near him, not you know, top thirty. Yeah. Well, top thirty is ranked. All right, yeah. <sighs> We're this close to crowning an NBA champ, and with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no sweat bet up to fifteen hundred bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, one no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24/7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. <laughs> I knew I knew this question know, was coming. Yeah, I know. Thoughts on the Manel Cape, Mateus Nicolau decision, Persisco. See, here's, and, and I feel bad for our, my good friend Drake Riggs, who's a, <laughs> an excellent reporter in the game. Uh, MMA decisions. I think I was the MMA first decisions. person to throw him under the bus, too. <laughs> MMA decisions. I, I was waiting for MMA decisions to put out the list of scores, and it was Cape across the board. And it wasn't surprising to see Drake as the one man out because Drake is that guy and he did it earlier in the night everybody else gave the courtney casey jj aldridge fight to courtney casey except for drake riggs who gave it for jj aldridge so seeing him give it to nicola i was like okay never change drake that's who you are and it turns out drake said it was for cape too so 20 out of 20 media members to start and i think casey being thrown in there makes it 21 out of 21 media members all scored it for Manel cape this is a bad decision this this is bad, AK. You you are the robbery man. This this was bad. Uh, I cannot comment. I am doing a formal robbery review for MMAfighting.com. Yes, my initial. I do think Cape won. I don't think it is an egregious uh, robbery. Maybe when I review it, wait, I'll think wait, differently. Because how many times do you see Cape's name there? That is called a robbery. That is called a robbery, sir. The so-called MMA media. Yeah, I trust them. <laughs> Listen, my pal Dana White did a little video a few months ago. I don't know if you saw that, where he called out certain members of the media. Well, you know, you and know, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm I trying to, to I'm trying to watch that video. Oh, pulled uh, down. Why was that video yeah. pulled down? Maybe because it was yeah. full of lies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, lies. Casey, apparently that, that you video. don't. Apparently you don't work for a site either, Casey. 
Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just my own dude. <laughs> you're just, an, you're just from aggra- You're the, you're just an aggravated person. I'm yeah. <laughs> he's an entity. I just shook my uh, fist at them. He's his own entity. Uh, it's funny you mentioned we were. I think we just mentioned something about point fighting with like Leon Edwards showing that. You know who needs to be a little bit more of a point fighter? Manal Cape. I'm just saying. I would like to see him a little, just a little more, a little more uh, pitter patter stuff. Because look, we love Manal Cape because he's looking for that knockout all the time, and he looked really good in this fight. Uh, and and he he rocked uh, he walked Nicolau in the second round. You know that that knockout was was coming. But there's those moments in between where I just wish he'd throw stuff out there just to score. Uh, and, 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 you know, point fight like a man, point fight like a, like a real fighter. You know what I'm saying? But I get it. People love him because he's looking for that knockout. And, and when he gets going, there's like, there's not a lot of people at, in his weight, uh, his weight range, whether it's 125 or 135 years fighting in Japan, who are more exciting. His, his, he's just so much fun to watch. But he's got to learn to play the game a little bit, I think, because, yeah, I, I, look, I, I think he won the fight too, but he was getting tagged a lot. And unfortunately, it looks like two of the judges scored a lot of the sort of that pitter patter stuff that Nicolau was throwing. Uh, more heavily than that kind of that late flurry and some of the heavier stuff uh, capable landing in round three. So I know it's it sucks. It sucks. It was a bad decision. I can't. I can't, I can't get past point fight like a man. Point, point, point fight like, like a, a man. <laughs> ben Henderson. What did you think? What did you think, Jose? What did you think of uh, the fight, the scorecard, Cape not getting the uh, the win, and he's now zero two in the UFC. Um. I, I don't know. Like, I watched it on mute, so I don't know if the commentary was saying it was an egregious decision or whatnot. Uh, when it ended, I'm like, I thought Cape won, but, like, I wasn't going to be surprised if Mateus won because he had two takedowns. And I, if you think octagon control or what or control time is a real stat, he – I yeah, we can get to you in a second, Casey. Uh, he wrote, He <laughs> clearly dominated that. And then I know they put up the stat after the fight, and it was like 60 to 55 total significant strikes or something like that. So if you just go off a stat so you don't watch the fight, fight's pretty close. Manel Cape landed more. Nicolau had more takedowns and more, way more control time. So it just depends. Again, we had this in the, in the fight Q&A. Would you rather be a judge or a ref? And I said, judge, I love stats, so I didn't think it was a huge egregious robbery like everyone else, but I did score it for Cape. I just thought it was a close fight. I didn't. But I so I agree with our how many was it twenty five media members including me I agree with <laughs> I well you're not a media member remember you're yeah, just I an know. angry man online right. so <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a man I agree with I agreed that Manel Cape won I just didn't think it was a robbery but I also I don't know if they were complaining about it on the show either okay I know we're gonna get sidetracked just a bit if that's not a robbery what the hell is a robbery. I don't know what the hell a robbery is then. What, so, oh, Sanchez versus Pearson. Okay, so one fight in the history of MMA has been a robbery. Matt so, Hamill, so, Matt Hamill, and Michael Bisping was still a close fight. It was a close, it was, it was a close fight. It was a close no, fight, though. It was a close fight. Matt Hamill had control. He had a lot of control time, man. Look at the stats. Control time. I don't time think matters. you remember that fight. Oh, I remember that fight. Control time, man. Sure. 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 So <sighs> two fights. Have been robberies in the history of <laughs> MMA. Turns out, it looks like, it looks like, and people complain about judging. Yet there's only two robberies in the history of MMA. It sounds like judging is like pretty ninety nine point nine nine percent awesome. So you can just shut down your little review robbery thing, AK. Yeah, you uh, get it. Machida, Machida, Machida Shogun one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, control what else, time. What else do I got? Machida, more control time. <laughs> I mean, I. 
<laughs> Honestly, I don't even know if he did. <laughs> that that's up there. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at my own my own uh, robbery review series that I've done here. Uh, Casey, I'm just looking at my own little list I have here. Uh, I, look, I'm I'm with you. Look, I I'm very skimpy on calling things robberies. Uh, yeah, and it's funny. Like really, you 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 know, you just use Sanchez as uh, versus Pearson as sort of like the as the the, the, the bottom rung. Yeah, but it's it's funny. It's you're it's so far at the bottom that it's like there has to be there has to be some that are at least not that bad that could still be considered robberies. But it's hard because for me, robbery is a it's a very strong word, and I, and and I think it's one that that fans throw around a little too much. But what mean- I'll do a review. We may have seen one tonight. We may have seen two tonight. We may have seen two tonight. I I don't. I think both were close, but is. There, yeah, there's arguments he made. I thought I thought Aldridge had a better case than um, than uh, Nicolau for winning the fight, but both were robberies. I mean, there's different degree of robberies. I mean, you know, you can you know you can pickpocket someone that's still a robbery, or you know you can you know go guns blazing, can, mask on into a bank. That's also a robbery too. You know, so you can you can hit you you can hit trash cans with baseball bats and win the World Series. I mean, comes in all shapes and sizes. We're we talk, we we talking sprots now. It's like, Do we right. put Hendrix GSP is that a robbery? I I did you know I reviewed that recently and it broke my heart for years. I said that was not a robbery, uh, but I'd watched it again like two or three times and I was like, and if I watched it too many times, it probably became mushy in my brain. But I think that fight was a robbery. Did but I guess if I have to think about, but if I guess I have to think about it so much, then is it really a robbery? Now I'm hurting my head again. Now I'm just no, I don't know. Now I don't know what to think. I pulled up like a, just a list on Medium, and Frank Edgar is like in three of them. <laughs> uh, do you think Ryan Hall saved himself from Ige by injuring himself? <laughs> serious question. Why do we I'm still put this guy's questions on the screen? It's, Why do we put this guy's it's, questions? It's, it's, it's not a serious question. Get out of here. Yeah, it's not a serious question. No, it's not a serious question. Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall. Dan Ige needs to send a commission check to. Uh, Ryan Hall, because at least ten percent, you know, because because he would not got a knockout bonus or a fight a night bonus or whatever he got if Ryan Hall was in there. All right, I was I was texting back and forth with uh with Tyson Chartier through the night, who is the manager of Rob Font and Calvin Cater, and he basically said like top ten is just different, man. It's just different. Like Gavin Tucker's a good fighter. But he, his point was just top ten is just different. And Danny is a top ten guy, and now you got Daddy Dan with that different kind of motivation. And I, I thought one of the interesting things he said in, in our conversation was this is like the longest layoff he's had in a long time. Like are since you, the cater fight, that was in you, July. Oh, wow. You're right. So we had like all this time. It's like nine months to just focus on getting better. Wait, nine and months. Clearly. So, so you, are you, so I'm just doing the math. So as soon as he lost the cater, he got his wife pregnant. <laughs> pretty much. Then pretty much. Boom. Get a fight. All right. I like that guy. There, there you go. go. Be there for the wife, get better with your skills, knock a guy out in 22 seconds, and go home and have a baby. Yeah, good. good for him. Two checks and 50, 50 Gs. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, but you notice also, he said top 10 is different because top 15 is not a thing. Top 15 is not a thing. <laughs> Featherweight's, Featherweight's a good, really good division. Really good division. Uh, oh. Oh, no, I don't want to go to Dan. You, you stop asking good questions, John. Let me go to someone else. <laughs> Listen, everyone else, you want guys, this is a free for all. You, you have got to ask. I see some people complaining. Why is one guy asking so many questions? Ask your own questions, do you, and then you will be picked. There's a reason one guy keeps getting all his questions answered. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. 
it's not a question, but I'm just, I'm just, you know, killing some time real quick. <laughs> Two robberies and one stupid rule. <laughs> it's a potpourri, MMA potpourri, folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, the the uh, I guess we should talk about the uh, JJ Aldridge Courtney Casey fight a little bit. Uh, yeah. First of all, of course, props to uh, Jose who did tweet who did tweet out the clip from our preview. Sh- was it was it did we, was this was this today or was this from yesterday's show, Jose? The, it was uh, yesterday. The, the, it was yesterday. yesterday. I mean, I guess it's not a Super Bowl prediction, but you 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 were right as always to call out that you know that these Courtney Casey fights tend to be a little bit close. They tend to end in split decisions, and uh, I know you didn't really wager a guess, but as we saw today, they also tend to end in Courtney Casey losing these split decisions. This I think this I heard this was her third uh, split decision loss in the UFC. That's something like really that. tough. Yeah, that's really tough to do. That's like <laughs> to make it that far and. Uh, and look, I, I don't, I'm sure her and her team don't want to make excuses. I'm sure that you can do to avoid this happening, but it must suck to think you've done enough. You know, you know, Casey, it's almost as if it's almost as if there's something, a change we could make um, to scoring, you know, that would like somehow help these fighters figure out how they should operate in the third. I can't imagine what that change would be, but I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. It's almost as if it was something they could do. My theory is you never tell them to score the fight and you, they just kind of guess. And yeah, then, yeah, I think that's, yeah. we'll try that. That's how it should I, be done. Like, I, like, I, like, like, I, I enjoy watching basketball, and I put like a little piece of paper where the score is. So in the end, I kind of just go, "Hmm, I wonder who won." It feels like the Lakers won. Casey, do you but feel see, like that this is a fight that would have benefited from open scoring? Go uh, ahead. Oh, well, let Mike go. Ahead. Yeah, let Mike go first. Absolutely not. Because it was nineteen nine. It was one one heading into the third. Would have had no difference on the fight whatsoever. Maybe not that fight, but oh, they need to, they need to know the dang score. My bad. My bad. <laughs> they need to know the score. Was it nineteen nineteen? I don't even know. I thought, yeah, I guess so. My bad. I, thought I didn't know that. I wasn't paying attention. Jose Jose had a couple of uh, good picks. The split decision one. You said that there would be blood in the main event, and even though it was only like around in twenty two seconds or so, Jose was right. And from a freaking head kick too, a head kick to the side of the head. Wild. Blah was bleeding. Uh, Tristan Gordet. Thoughts on Charles Jordan's performance, which his fight against Rojo should have been fight of the night. It's good performance. I mean, it was a good fight. Jordan, Jordan got clipped a couple of times in that second round. It was getting a little dicey in there, but uh, came through in a big way. Whatever his coaches told him, Frasahabi said, you're down, basically told him you're down two, you could be down two rounds here. You got to go in there and finish. And he did exactly that. So uh, for those who went to the betting window and said, wow, that Mike Heck knows what he's talking about. I'm putting dog money on Marcelo Rojo. I almost, I almost helped you there, and if you, you did that, sorry about that, and I uh, hope you didn't lose too much. But uh, great fight is exactly the fight I expected. It was good stuff. What did you think, Jose? Jordan, his performance, and then just the fight overall. Uh, it was a good, it was a question answering performance because, like I said at the beginning, I think Charles Jordan is a fantastic fighter. He's really fun. Obviously, I'm a big fan of his personality and his nickname and all that. I just thought, like, an AK agree with me, that I just think there was people had that Duho Choi knockout fresh in their mind, and a lot was going on with Duho Choi leading up to that fight. He was on this streak of not just knockout losses, but violent knockout losses and, like, fight of the year contenders. So I think Charles Ordain just kind of got – wasn't was that a short-notice fight or something like that, crazy like that, too? I'm not sure. But he lo- Jordan wins that fight, and then it's one of those ones where he kind of just gets thrown into these fights that maybe he wasn't ready for. Uh, like the Andre Feely fight. And so I had a lot of questions for him. We knew he could finish fighters and we knew he was exciting. I just didn't know how good he was. 
and Charles Jordan proved that he was he's a fantastic fighter. Uh, he's a, clearly a finisher because that's all he goes for. So yeah, uh, if I had to define it, it was it was a question answering performance. I don't know if he's going to be top ten or top five, whatever you want to say, but he's he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to circle his fights no matter what. And I think he's going to be one of those fights that I always say, like when two guys fight, it's just going to be high level, violent martial arts because he's a martial artist. He's in, in MMA. I like to, I like to uh, define martial artists as just a gentleman who could just beat your ass in the most exciting way possible. <laughs> and that's Charles, Charles Jordan. That is the definition of Charles Jordan. So yeah, he's on team Jose for sure. I'm not missing any of his fights anymore. Anybody else want to comment the, uh, on this was, fight? Was, AK? Was Do you sh- feel vindicated? The, sh- the Showtime Hammer Fist was something else. I mean, that was that yeah. was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I mean, but first yeah. of all, all, all the credit to to, uh, to Rojo, man. Uh, this was on less than less than three weeks' notice. Stepping in, uh, he's a bantamweight, by the way. I think people can see there was a size difference. He he is a bantamweight. He is not a featherweight. Um, and so he did what what a what an undersized guy does, just tried to get in the bigger guy's face and, and turn it into a brawl. And look, he got he got hit a lot and but he landed shots on so great effort by Rojo. A huge, huge uh, I was really, really impressed by him. But um yeah, I thought Jordan uh, I see someone mentioning a, a possible nickname for him. They said he should be called uh, Jordan Poutine, I guess, because he's from Montreal. He has the best nickname, Air Jordan. It's amazing. And he did the Showtime hammer fist today. It was perfect. It was such a great bit of marketing. So that was awesome. And um, yeah, it was a great win for him. And I want to shout out, by the way, that was not the first time I'd seen that move. Uh, I did just have to look this up. Uh, Christian Aguilera, I think, was the first time I'd see someone do the Showtime hammer fist. This was at a, an LFA show uh, last year, I think. So so shout out to Christian Aguilera, the innovator of the uh, Showtime hammer fist, but he didn't catch it as clean as uh, Jordan did. That that was like that was a loud hammer fist. Like that was right on point. Awesome. One, one of the best strikes of the year. I'd be sick if it was a KO. He's he awesome. almost jumped on his head with that one too. The way like Ro <laughs> oh. was moving around, he like cleared his oh, whole man. head. If I mean, I, I don't want I don't want more DQs or rule infractions. But man, if we had like another no conscious DQ from like. Uh, Showtime head stomp. Oh my god, that would have been like so cool. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't do that again. But oh, that was awesome. <laughs> next time, next. That time. was a good fight, though. Great fight, Super great fight. Guy. Can't wait to see Rojo back at 135 on a full camp. And dude, like an- Jose said, another badass bantamweight in the UFC. Good lord, man. Oh, anyway, yeah. rules. All right. Yeah. All right, I like I like this I like, I like this question coming up. I don't I don't I don't like it, but it, it and no sense. one no one asked. And Mike and Alex, you don't have to answer because you have your podcast. But Charles Jordan, Alex Caceres, make it happen. Spicy. spicy. I, I might steal it. that. If I they're steal just it, two. What they're they're again? They're just gentlemen that are hyper exciting fighters. Like they're they're and they're just wacky in there. Like Alex Caceres throws a double punch. Like he does like that. The double punch over the head all the time. <laughs> Love it. Make it happen. What's Anthony? Um, Anthony. Um, touch, uh, t- touchy Philly. Touchy Philly. What's he doing? They already right? fought. They're oh, they're fought. Oh yeah, that was that was the fight they that did, yeah. I forgot. That was the fight. I was like, oh my god, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Run it back. That's that was a uh, that was that was a fight between a very big comic book nerd and a big video game nerd. So I'm about it. Nerd. Nerd fights. All right. Shit, forgot you were born in the 80s. Nerd is an insult. <laughs> is Cape uh, wait, 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 wait. You, you, you say was, you thought I was born in the 80s? <laughs> 70s. No, you were alive in the 80s. I, I said you alive. were alive in the 80s. <laughs> okay, I was. I, this is true. I was alive. All right, moving on. Shoot. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. 
Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Casey, is, is Manel Cape or Manel Cop, whatever they're calling him? He is, he is Cape. Cape he's me. Cape. He's in a, he's We're in saying Cape. Cape. We're saying Cape, Cape. Until, yeah. until John Annex says otherwise. Yeah. That's true. Is Manel Cape in danger of Will Brooksing himself out of the UFC? Well, Will Brooks got a win. So, no, but I, I understand what the question is. Um, I hope not. Uh, obviously, what, did Dana speak at the presser? Did we know? No, he probably skipped it. Um, but, um, well, yeah, I, it, it's one of those things, though. If, if Dana, you know, gets on a microphone and someone asks him, you know, what did you think about that decision? He says, but okay, won that fight. And, you know, you know, then no, no, he isn't in danger. But uh, it's not good for his pocketbook. You know, I don't know. So that sucks for Cape. Um, no, I don't think uh, I don't think so. I think obviously we saw him. We saw him in there. You know, he looks awesome. And yeah, I don't know. But that that is that is yeah. The Will Brooksing himself, man. That's 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 a, that's a crappy um, adjective to, to put on someone. That's harsh. <laughs> like, that's Will harsh. Brooks. God, I hope Will for Brooks Will Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. I know. Ouch. All right. Um. He he did he I mean definitely not anytime soon he did the UFC a favor by uh, he did take this fight on short notice um, in El Cape oh yeah and, that too uh, and like was yeah and like was and he looked good tonight he looked much better I know Casey you don't agree I do I do feel that there was some reason to be disappointed in his UFC debut again whether had people had heard of him or not there was that buzz around and I think people were like thinking like oh man as good as Pandoja is this guy's supposed to be a big deal as champion overseas supposed to like take him out and there's just way too much hesitance he just didn't show what he does best but tonight he showed a lot of what he does best and and again it was a re- and it was a really good fight we, we shouldn't take anything away from Nikolau Nikolau again is probably a top ten flyweight right um, so it's not like he's he, it's not like Kate was getting thrown in there with some guy he's supposed to style on if you if people thought that's what was going to happen, then you haven't heard, then you don't know enough about Nikolai. This guy is probably a top 10 flyweight in the world. Um, and, and he looked at tonight. So I think both guys look great. I, I think, I think Cape, honestly, I actually think he could get another loss uh, and still get one more chance. I think, I think he's right there. I just think uh, he just hasn't quite had that. I, I just think he hasn't quite had that moment yet. <laughs> Al Mack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, sure what, I'm not, I'm not sure what that means, but yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I agree with you, Al Mack. Fair call. Fair call. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do with Manel Cape now. Like, I don't know what kind of match would be throw him in there with. Um, what about? Uh, go ahead. I mean, it's nothing yeah. easy for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, man. There are no easy Joe flyweight B. fights. Don't do that, Joe B. Don't do that, to Joe B. 
Don't do that to Joby. Why? Manel Cave hasn't shown me anything to see that Joseph Benavides would be in danger in there. Have you never seen Manel Cave fight? Mike Young. Young man. I'm teasing you, Casey. I'm teasing Manel Cave. I'm all like, I'm teasing you. This wasn't my own computer. I'll flip this table over right now. Casey's the one that gets insults when someone says something bad about Manel Cave. Good like lord! There's, there's, the, show the cards, or show, just turn your cards around next time you're playing poker. <laughs> there's only there's only one fight to make for Manel Cape. It's Tyson Nam. That's the fight. Throw those two guys. I want in there, that so badly. Throw bombs at each other. I want like that it. so badly. I approve. Someone's getting That's knocked out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate uh, Ryan Benoit because he gets hit a lot, and I feel like that's a fight that Manel Cape could just style on because he's also coming off two losses. I like that fight yeah. too. And Benoit's, yeah. Benoit's yeah. a name and he's very durable. So it's like Manel could win that fight and ju- he could 30 25 because we all know how good Manel Cape is. Yeah. You know, and Manel There's Cape, no easy yeah. fights at Flyweight. There's no. no easy fights. Tim Elliott wants to fight Manel Cape, but I don't like that fight for Manel right now. Tim Elliott, Tim Elliott called out Kai. I thought Tim called out Kai. He called out Kai too. He said Manel yeah. and Kai were the two guys he was looking at. What about Figueredo's brother? Is he a 25 or two? Francisco. Yeah. Fighting he Jimmy is, Flick. Yeah. He is competing. Oh, Thanks, man. Flick. Yeah. Shoot. That's a tough scrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm, inter- I'm interested how quick, uh, how quick um, Manel Cape will come back, actually. Because um, it looks, I mean, and he maybe just one of those guys that doesn't bruise at all, but he's fought 30 minutes now in the UFC octagon. And as far as he looks, he looks brand new when he comes out of the cage. Like you saw um, Nicolas, he was all bruised up. Looks like he just fell in a blender. You know, and he's yeah, so um yeah maybe may, who knows okay might we might see him back in you know a month who knows. Also, so, he's training AKA about, so yeah he's AKA yeah. Mateus Nicolau walked out to the Gwent song from Witcher Three, yeah. which is absurdly, absurdly niche and absurdly random. It's one <laughs> of those fights. It's one of those songs where if you've played this very specific part of a very specific game, like and you hear it in the background, your head just kind of turns and you're like, oh my god, that song. And that is exactly – I was, like, typing. I was, like, making graphics, and my my neck just, like, snapped up. I was like, oh, man. He's walking out to the Gwent song. I text all of my friends. I'm like, turn on ESPN+. Plus. You thought you had the game on in the background. You're, you're, like, did I, you're like, did I have this open in another window? You're like, what's a – I was like, oh, no. It's, it's I even have a physical box of Gwent cards sitting right there. Yeah. It would have been – like, I'll play. Let's do an interview where I play Gwent with Mateus Nicolau. I'm about it. Oh, yeah. There we go. Book it. I'll give one last quick thing on this fight. Uh, props to Nicolau for the durability. He's improved. His chin's gotten better because some of those shots that Cape landed in the second round, I thought he was done. As soon as oh, he got clipped the first time, I was like, he's done. This is it. Cape's going to get his first stoppage. And Nicolau came through and got a a win, a yeah. victory. Nicolau fought. No, I'm just kidding. He, Nicolau, anyway. Nicolau fought great. He, he's he's a very he's a very he's good a great fighter. Fight. He's a, it was a very good fight. He's a great fighter. I just didn't think he won the fight. I don't think anything bad of Nicolau. I think he's still obviously a top flyweight in the UFC, and it's good. It's good to have him back. So yeah. Yep. Completely agree. It was a good fight. Cool. Uh, All right. Uh, what do we got there, Brian Span? I'll let uh, Jose answer this question since AK will be talking about this tomorrow. Uh, we got this on the preview show. Span versus yeah. the winner of Crute versus Anthony Smith. That makes sense. Sure. Like anytime, like like Ryan Span looked awesome. Uh, who, who did he lose to? Was it the Johnny Walker? Was his last fight right? But that yeah. fight was wild. Like that fight was back and forth until it wasn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. 
Yeah, fine he, with me. I just think I think as much as we talked about light heavyweight being super shallow and kind of the old man's division for a minute, like it's a lot. It's the the future looks pretty bright at two hundred five in terms of like at least competitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was I was like I think him in the in the fan Q and A before I was pretty high in Circumoff Circum Circumoff or Circumnov 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 I was pretty high in him so oh sorry Circumnov um, yeah so I was I was a bit shocked by Ryan Ryan Span tonight but he looked awesome he looked quick he looked he fought smart and um, he's definitely improving and my my God he's he is a big man too I just I didn't I just I just honestly I've never like I've never seen him in person you know. Uh, so uh, he just was like, "Woo!" And, and yeah, he seems, yeah, that new. He seems to be hitting his stride now, and um, it's exciting. Um, I was, I wasn't super high on him, but that was he fought a great fight, and yeah, him versus if Crute wins, is Crute fighting Anthony Smith, right? Yeah. When is yeah, that? Yeah. When is that? Next week? End of March? March? Soon, soon. It's soon. Um, soon. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Crute span. Um, uh, what's that? What's the other guy that's knocked out OSP? What's his name? Jamal, um, Jamal, Jamal, Jamal Hill. Hill, Jamal Hill. Yeah, yeah. these these new two hundred five ers. Greasiness. Oh, he was <laughs> all right. So these new these new um, new two hundred five ers, kind of from kind of going from prospects to contenders. That's good. So a um, lot of lot of fresh blood for um, and, the champ. And on Sirkinov, I've always heard from and AK, maybe you've heard it too, especially because you're up in Canada. I've heard from like Canadian media that Sirkinov is one of those guys that's like OSB. Where he is so talented, but he just reached his peak at his gym. Like he needs he, to go to an actual gym where he's not the man. Yeah, that, I'll say this: he was really hyped pre UFC. He was uh, yeah. he was drawing he was drawing Fedor comparisons. I remember he was one of one of many Canadian fighters who was trying. <laughs> I remember him and uh, who's little Fedor? Uh, who's the guy who Andrew Kawani kicked in the head as he was running away? For uh, Chris um, Hordeski. Chris Ardesky, they said he was like a little Fedor. I don't know what the Fedor talk was going on up here, but uh, I remember, yeah, Misha. And, and it took Sirkinov a, a, a while to get there. Uh, he, he got to the UFC way later than people expected. Um, so, yeah, he's always been touted as like a, a blue chip guy, a huge, a huge talent. Uh, my, you know, this was the one fight that I actually predicted pretty accurately. Don't read my predictions at MMAfighting.com, <laughs> people. Well, please do it and, and click, but don't just just go right to the Sirkinov span fighter. Everything else was so completely wrong. Uh, but I was worried about the speed difference. That's the one thing with Sirkinov. Great fighter. Um, but he's he's a little slow. He's a little slow, and his strike is a little mechanical. And I'm like, I think Span's going to beat him to the punch early. And if he does, it's going to be trouble because he's not going to get him to the ground after that. So sure enough, that's what we saw. So um, yeah, very nice win for Span. I, I like the I like the I like the uh, the call out after. And Stephen K, you know, it's the Smith Crute fight. You know, you know Anthony Smith could win the fight too. That's <laughs> so disrespectful to a former uh, world title challenger who who did not take the easy way out of his of his uh, title fight. I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, shout outs to. Uh, Anthony Smith as well. It could be Anthony Smith. Uh, Smith is, I'd like that. That fight is happening at UFC 261 on April 24th. Oh, wait. oh, end of April. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So, no, but the way someone, uh, I wish I could see their name. Said, uh, "Oh, here we go." M- oh, my favorite guy, M- my favorite German of your MMA Vodgers, uh, says uh, Hani Yaya versus Ronnie Lawrence, which I think he knows he did that just so I would say hashtag Hani on Ronnie. And uh, you got what you wanted. You got what you wanted. I'm it's easy. Ronnie. I'm easy like that. Ronnie on Ronnie. Is, is it Ronnie? Oh, okay. I thought it was. Ha- yeah. oh, okay. Oh, when it's when it's at the beginning of the name. No, really. Oh yeah, yeah. It's at the beginning of a name. You do pronounce the R. That's right. So hashtag hashtag Ronnie on Ronnie. I'm easy. They That's guys. They know anytime. Wild ass fight. They, they're so. There's such an experience difference there. I mean, it could happen. I'm sure. I'm sure Ronnie I would take it, but 
Ronnie on Ronnie. I'm, I'm, I'm always into that stuff. That sounds weird. Yeah, people forget I'll that. that. People forget that. like we we were talking in the media room when Cruz was fighting. We were trying to come up with all of the WEC vets that are actually still fighting in the UFC. When we were like Joe B, Dominic Cruz, Carlos Condit, everyone always forgot Ronnie Aya mm-hmm. had a mm-hmm. lot of fights in WEC. I think I he set the Mike record around in his UFC debut and is still start fighting. I believe he set the record tonight for combined uh, UFC WEC submissions. I think he holds the record. Now. I think he passed like Faber and some other, you know, some other names like you said that we more closely associate with WEC. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Ronnie yeah. Aya versus Casey Kenny would be a lot of fun. Ooh, I like that. One thirty-five rules. God, one thirty-five is good. I like that. I like that. That's good. All right, any more? We we'll right, go, go for an more, hour couple here. More, couple more. Will Jin Fry benefit from a woman's atom weight division in the UFC? She saved her UFC job, in my opinion. I will say, uh, maybe I don't know. I will say no, only because yeah. Jin Fry. Uh, maybe if Jin Fry was younger and she was like, say, in her late twenties, yeah. but now she's you know hitting her upper thirties. I think her frame, she just can't make one hundred five, uh, one hundred six healthy anymore. But in general, I think the UFC would benefit from a women's atom weight division, and she did save her UFC job tonight, in my opinion. 150%. Yeah. And one thing we were talking about before we hit record, I had no idea she went to Fortis MMA. I mean, I know she's in the area. She lives in Arlington, which is like probably a 30, 35 minute ride from About, Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is, Dallas is friggin' ginormous. Yeah. So, um, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Smart. Yes. Yeah. 10, I mean, 10 weeks with Safe Sayud and all of them. You could tell like Safe already was in her ear and she could hear his voice clearly and they have a connection already. And, you know, you could tell in that fight. As soon as Safe was like, we need a takedown right now. Third round goes in, gets a takedown, almost gets the submission. She looked awesome tonight. She looked really good in a fight I thought she was going to struggle in. Can we praise that game plan they had? Let me tell you something. She did not – the the commentators were going to be a little critical in the second round because she wasn't going all out for takedowns. That to me was 100% intentional. I think she knew that she might gas out if if she forced a takedown in the second round. I I don't think any fighter ever wants to give up a round, but she definitely won the first one. Her and her team knew they won the first round. Um, so I think they were okay to kind of, you know, try standing in the second and, and maybe give that round away or at least, you know, not not put their best foot forward in the second round. And then I, I literally tweeted this right after the second. I said, one takedown is going to win this fight because they know after the first round she can hold Dave Paola down. She knows she can do it. She knows she can do it. Uh, and sure enough, within the first 30 seconds of the third round, they got the takedown and they got the win. So I think all of that was intentional. You, I, I, Let me put it this way, guys. I'm an idiot. When it comes to predicting fights and under, and figuring out game plans, I'm a no, moron. No one's arguing oh, so, that, by the way. So go on. No, I was like, guys, don't don't all jump out at once. <laughs> to, to, okay, don't jump out at once. But so if I can see something like that coming, then you know it has to be a good plan. It has to be a good kind of obvious, clear plan that even someone someone like myself can understand. Uh, and I thought that was brilliant. So yeah, absolutely. I pick I, I picked De Paola before, but that was a really great game plan by Fry, and, and that's how they won the fight. It was great, really great veteran strat, uh, execution. Yeah, and also gonna like, um, I think Mike uh, Mike Heck hit it well, but. Um, I'm this. I'm Fry has had she's um, her main head coach has been her husband, who is also a former fighter. And so for for her to kind of get out of her comfort zone and go to a new camp, new training partners, new everything. And, and like, I know I know Jen a little bit and she's very um like, you know, she's very mental. So like if she's just not in the right headspace, you just won't get the proper fighter out there. So and I really think uh, safe um, put her in that proper headspace. And we saw 
we saw Jen fight at her potential tonight, which is nice. It just felt nice. So the, 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 the fans finally got to see the Jen that was so successful in Invicta and at Adam Weight. So it's just, I don't know how far she'll go at Strawweight at this point in her career, but she got that win and it's just a uh, feel good win. And the um, the lady she beat, um, what was her name? The lady she beat? De Paula. De Paula. She's fine. It was a loss for her, but um, I expect her. You know, she, I don't know. I don't know how far she go, but she looked like a quality star weight too. So um, I expect uh, I expect good things from her too. Good, good, good matchmaking. Good, good, good. Just good fight. Yeah, I mean, you could see, you know, not only safe, but just being able to be around. You know, Cheyenne Bay's mm-hmm. clearly helpful because Cheyenne's a monster. Uh, she's making her debut next week. JP Bays is at Fortis MMA. He's like one of the best wrestlers of the lower weight classes that you're going to see. I remember talking to Uriah Hall and Uriah Hall is like, wait, do you see this kid wrestle? It's unbelievable. Like he, he throws me around and he's a 125 or he's sick. So you can tell like there's some influence there between those two as well. Um, and I'm excited to see both Cheyenne and JP husband and wife debuting on the same card next Saturday. Should be a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot so of Fortis MMA on the card yeah. next week. So so romantic. Uh, shout us, shout us to the Delarosas and uh, and the Kings over in Bellator as well. Because this will be the first time husband and wife could win on the same card, right? Because I know we've seen them fight on the same card, but they weren't they, when the Delarosas yes, fought. Yeah. Montana Mark won, lost. Mark lost, yeah. right? Yes. And Mark Bellator, TK, Bellator TK. had husband and wife fight too, and but only one. Emily, won. Emily, Emily, and Jason, Emily and yeah. uh, Jason King. Yes, that's oh. right. That's right. All right, hey guys. On, on the comments, we're not going to talk about UFC 260 yet. That's a couple weeks away. We still have Come Brunson. Come on, guys. Brun- we still have Brunson Holland. Bad blood next week. So um, <laughs> slow down. Bad slow blood down. with two Ds and the Ooh. front bad. Yeah. Bad blood. <laughs> yeah. Sick. yeah, so we got Brunson Holland. That's fun. We get Gillespie Riddell. That's a lot of fun. Gregor yeah. Gillespie's first fight since the Kevin Lee fight. Uh, Tai Tuivasa versus Dontel Mays. That's someone's going to sleep. Max Griffin versus Kanan Song. Cheyenne Bays versus uh, Monster at Ruiz, making her UFC debut in for Kay Hansen. Marion Renault versus Macy Chieson. Grant Dawson back, jumping Whoa. up to 55 to fight Leonardo Santos. Is that That's a permanent a Is that fight. permanent move for Dawson? 55 for now, as far as you know? You will find out Ooh, on oh Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the heck. oh juicy. Ooh, juicy. Juicy. Oh, can uh, I Trevin, can, yeah, go ahead. Trevin Giles... Trevin Giles versus Roman Delize. And this is not a 205. This is Roman Delize on 11 days notice is dropping down to 185 to fight Trevin Giles. Wild. Craziness. Who was Trevin um, supposed to fight? Uh, Drekus du, uh, Duplessis. Drekus Duplessis. Du, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny. You, you mentioned the middleweight thing. Uh, but uh, who, oh, I'm sorry, I, got, I have to remember this guy's name on uh, one of uh, this uh, from Adjara Sport, who's always covering all the uh, Georgian fighters. I'm gonna kick myself for not remembering his name. Um, Georgie, do you guys know what I'm talking about? This guy, Georgie, yeah. Oh, I hate myself right now. I, I specifically made a note to uh, to mention, but uh, Georgie, I will shout you out on onto the next one tomorrow. Uh, he mentioned that he spoke to Delice, and Delice has been planning a move to 185 for a long time, and apparently, um. Or I guess it's long since his last fight, and apparently a lot of 185ers did not want to take this fight. So this is yeah, he's a big guy, and uh, he's very very comfortable. Yeah, apparently making this move. Julia on Ju- uh, Julia, Ju- wait, Julia on Julia next week. We say, got say, uh, say it, say it, say it, say it. 
I, yeah. I don't feel comfortable saying it. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm sorry. It just feels, it feels like I'm less, I, I, if it's normally when it's two women fighters, I'd like to say Julia X Julia. Okay. Julia X Julia. It's just a little it. more tawdry. I don't know. I got you, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sexist. I'm sorry. I know it sounds bad. I'm, it sounds terrible. I know. Double standard. Double standard. Uh, some good 35 scraps. Uh, Adrian Yanez is back against Gustavo Lopez. That should be fun. Montel Jackson is back. He's taking on newcomer Jesse Strader. Uh, JP Bays against Bruno Silva and Johnny Eduardo versus Anthony Burchak. Johnny Eduardo and Anthony Burchak, they're they're still in the UFC. That's cool. Johnny, Ed- Johnny, Ed- Johnny Eduardo just came back after a super long layoff, and Anthony Burchak yeah. uh, took a really short notice fight, his last fight to get back into the UFC. Like, okay. th- yeah. like I can't I can't remember who he fought, but uh, his original opponent fell out, and they needed someone in the area, like in two days and he was just there listen so it's Johnny like you know how you, oh, sorry, oh yeah you're right yeah you, you know <laughs> how you Gustavo, keep, it was you, Gustavo you, Lopez yeah you know how you keep calling for Sarah to get re-signed every time a female fighter falls yeah. out that's pretty much what that's pretty much what Burchak has been doing for himself and uh so eventually the uh Sean Shelby just called his name <laughs> I was like whoa I saw uh, that I was like that looks like it was from like a, a fight booking from like six six years ago or something but yeah go for Johnny that. Ed, Johnny Edward a spry 42 years young guys entering his entering his 20 this will be his uh, in November his 25th year of as a pro MMA fighter <laughs> He debuted in 1996, guys. Uh, so young, spry. And I got a shout out to uh, J- Jesse Strader, uh, Michael, you just mentioned. So this guy, I spoke to him and his uh, girlfriend, uh, who was a contestant on The Voice, uh, a couple, I believe, last year. Or, I, it's hard to tell. I can't remember in COVID years anymore. Maybe two years ago now. Uh, so he's a Combate America standout. Look up, guys, look at, uh, if anyone look on our site, Miss Fist, Jesse Strader, you'll find a sick knockout he had in Combate America's. And it's a very cool story because him and uh, and his uh, girlfriend Joey Fulco they both train. Uh, I'm waiting for the day that Cal McLaren signs Joey to a fight for Combate. It seems like something he would love to do. Uh, have a former voice contestant inside the uh, Combate cage, but yeah, I'm excited for Jesse. I, I was uh, I, I did I actually was not aware. I feel bad. I was actually not aware that that debut was even happening next week. But definitely a, a guy to look out for. So cool story with him, and and hopefully his his uh, his girlfriend will be there too. <laughs> Uh, we just got a tweet from Allah Muhammad. Oh, he said, "Quote: My heart is shattered. My first main event ended like that. But God's the best of planners. I'm sorry to the fans and the UFC. You deserved a full fight." Uh, he also said that his vision is coming back, and there's no permanent damage to the eye. I'll be back, and he wants to run it back with Leon Edwards. So, good news. Good to hear that. Uh, you know, as gnarly as that looked, it's no permanent damage. So good, good to hear for Bala Muhammad. So unfortunate ending to a to a very fun card tonight. UFC Vegas 21 in the books. I'm sure, we'll talk about it more throughout the week. But uh, there you go. That's gonna do it for our post fight show. For all of you watching and asking questions and commenting, we appreciate it very much. AK and I are back. Manana. On to the next one. Matchmaking. As we get you ready for UFC Vegas. 22 next week headlined by Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland huge huge fight at 185 pounds but until then for Jose AK EKC Lydon on the ones and twos I am Mike Heck good night everybody happy birthday AK stop it (laughs) you love it you're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network 
With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.